I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It had occupied her own parents' mind completely for as long as she could remember them. They spoke to her firmly but carefully about her body, sitting nasty, legs open, sitting womanish, legs crossed, breathing through her mouth, hands on her hips, slumping at the table, switching when you walked. The moment she got breast, they were bound and resented, a resentment that increased to outright hatred of her pregnant possibilities and never stopped until she married Louis Manfred. When suddenly, it was the opposite. Even before the wedding, her parents were murmuring about grandchildren they could see and hold, while at the same time and in turn resenting the tips showing and growing under the chemises of uh, Alice's younger sisters resenting the blood spots the new hips the hair that and the necessity for new clothes oh lord girl the frown when the hem could not be taken down further the waistband refused another stitch growing up under that heated control alice swore she wouldn't but she did pass it on she passed it on to her baby sister's only child and wondered how would she have done so had she her husband lived or stayed or if she had had children of her own and if he had been there by her side helping her make decisions maybe she would not be sitting there waiting for a woman called violent uh and thinking war thoughts although war was what it was which is why she had chosen surrender and made dorcas her own prisoner of war hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a sunday sunday afternoon uh walking dead sunday yes sir uh and of course the return of rick and morty sunday yes come on 11:30 p.m est time est come on now hopefully i can take a nap and stay up and then of course uh one more day to disney plus my nigga yeah i think I, the 12th is when it starts yeah and uh uh the guy kevin foggy and who kevin foggy i put my trust in was like hey in order to keep up with the marvel movies y'all got to watch like this disney plus shit and y'all know me i skip a lot of that but uh the kid gonna be watching because that's like my comic books uh like the disney movies and i'm like nigga i don't want to go in there not knowing what the fa- what the hat what is happening and who is you you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips keep those five star reviews coming we love that energy we love reading your five star reviews go and do it if you haven't done it already the black guy who tips just search for it on itunes or stitcher let us know what you think leave those comments leave those five stars and we want to read them and uh you know i don't know if people know if they don't listen to the feedback show but you know a lot of times we name the feedback show after the comments in the uh, five star reviews we do so it's like a fun little game we're playing with everybody so yeah come uh come check out the five star reviews uh and hook us up with them Mm-hmm. and for those of you like you see people online talking about who gonna buy disney plus us nigga me and roger us and we gonna we some grown-ass adults that's gonna be sitting there watching disney plus yeah okay um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport what about a bullet ball extreme and before you even asked the uh, this was uh today's excerpt was from jazz tony morrison's jazz which i read earlier this year um uh, great book um so you know y'all can go check that out okay yeah when well and while you was reading i was writing and then it made me think of, <laughs> it's it's amazing how quote-unquote some things change and some things stay the same but there's some shit that stay the same particularly the uh policing of uh, black women's bodies uh just period and everybody talk about how white people police our body we police our own bodies 
and i don't think we understand how deep we police our own bodies harder than white people can police our bodies like we are like they looking so we got to go extra hard on us so that we don't draw their attention meanwhile you have black little girls who can't be free you know um and 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 it's simple things things like bathing suits you know a lot of white people consider bathing suits clothing black people do not consider bathing suits clothing they almost consider it to an extent lingerie to you know and and i'm saying that because i've I've heard people kind of talk old people talk about it so you know if you black and just kind of walking around in a bathing suit kind of out in the free in public you know you will get judged you know and it's like well they clothes they're not walking out here butt booty naked the fuck is this but that's stuff that's kind of been embedded in us things like yoga pants there's a lot of black women that won't go out in the open with yoga pants because we're judged white women go out with yoga pants uggs uh they sleeping shoes everything and they don't give a fuck because they're because to an extent they're kind of free not not that they're not free from misogyny and all that type of shit no but the the, the judgment is not the same on their bodies yeah i think some of it's it's passed down like what's interesting about that uh um excerpt i read that was this character alice talking about the way she was raised and how she was raised to you know cover her body to avoid um men to avoid appearing to be uh a woman too early and all this stuff right everything like her body was completely always police you know little girls ought to be seen and not heard and also when you're seen not to be you know do anything you do that someone would look at you in a, a romantic fashion is your fault so it's your job you know and um i love the part where she talks about how she was like growing up under that oppression being like i'm not passing this on to my children my my daughters will not be raised like this and then she had a husband who ended up leaving her and she also never had children so she ends up becoming uh essentially adopting her niece when her niece's uh parents are killed in uh, a st louis ride i believe it was and uh race ride which you guys know is code for massacre anyway um so she takes dorcas under her um wing when dorcas is like right beneath becoming a teenager and she does pass it on so dorcas with the chapter i read a few days ago or not chapter the excerpt i read a few days ago about you know avoiding men and avoiding white men looking at you and all this stuff that's dorcas you know getting that passed down to her i believe if that's i'm not mistaken um but still like that legacy is passed down and yeah you do see that you know uh if you you know hey don't sit like that don't lay like that don't don't play like that don't talk like that don't like for girls it's just another thing and it's an old school sentimentality that's passed down and i think it's internalized at some point because once you're a grown grown ass woman you're out of the house most time women move out of the house before men yes they do um typically to escape this kind of oppression yes sir but women women do it have now you have the internal voice that you've had your whole life that's like i can't wear i can't wear my yoga pants outside i can't wear like no one's stopping you anymore nobody's stopping no one's you. gonna come up to you and accuse you of being fast or fresh or whatever uh you can get street harassed in a muumu so it don't it's not so it's not even about the street harassment necessarily it's just more like you said you'll see white women kind of getting to be freer and it's not that white women don't ha- ever have oppressive households right but there's this i think my guess is obviously i haven't done this research my guess is 
um white women to a certain extent have more rights over their body and more protections under the law and under white supremacy so they get to be a bit more free not that they get to be as free as a man obviously not that they don't ever get blamed for harassment and sexual attraction to them and stuff correct obviously they catch all that too but black women we're it's more like uh the way we raise our you know the way we raise all our kids but we're talking about specifically the girls in this case right um it there is no protection under the law and there is no right that a white man is bound to respect so it is like you have to be respectable when because they won't respect you there's so many reasons they won't respect you and they don't have to respect you so it's almost like let's trick them into respecting you You sit this way talk this way and and let's keep it even further there's no real right that a black man is bound to respect for a black woman's body right you know because the idea that um that there's like a legal system or a patriarchal system that is going to make you pay for violating some black woman or black girl is very low and even amongst our own people i mean look at how r kelly has been able to just cook you know like it's like it's, it's very much that so i think that's why a lot of it is the paranoia and stuff and then of course the last person on the list that anyone's thinking about is the damage being done to a child that's basically been told your body is a dirty nasty sexual thing to be ashamed of until you get married and then you need to start popping out some grandkids like then your body is a sexual thing to be used by a man to create children for us to dote over you know right and uh uh i'm a product of that like it will fuck you up like literally it took me a very 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 long time to get to the point that i truly 100 percent said it and believed it with every being in my soul that i loved myself as i am it took a very long time to do that um particularly with uh little girls um people underestimate uh some little girls i know for me i'm a little girl that i respond to positive reinforcement you know as an adult and you learn these things you understand why i understand why i had so many conflicts with my mom and all that because she was a negative reinforcement person so she would fucking turn me off and she did not she did because she didn't have she did not have the tools and she was not equipped and back in the day they weren't really taught to actually go educate yourself and learn it was like nope this is the way i've been taught so i'm gonna pass this down to you and fuck it not realizing that you're actually uh it's, it's not a one size fit all when it comes to children it's just not and as a parent you have to adapt and adjust per child because because the same set of parents can have multiple children with multiple different personalities and shit like that so you cannot have a blanketed uh, philosophy to all your children because some children are going to respond well and some children are not going to respond well to that and it's their it's their person it's their paranoia it's not you as a child it's not even about you as an individual child it's about their the way they were raised and in the way that they're passing it down to you and it's this fear you know because what your parents deep down really have is a fear that something's going to happen to you it's why my dad you know scolded us when we didn't talk proper english quote unquote in the house you know he didn't like all that them that there uh, ain't all that stuff he didn't like that shit um and you know he would be like no say you know say say with the g on that end of that um you know he didn't want us sagging our pants he didn't want us to have certain haircuts now you know i'm not saying that those things aren't 
quote unquote oppressive you know and i'm sure you know but i but i context is king so to me i know it was done from a place of love because that's what he learned would be keep me safe but at the same time it was a fallacy because it can't keep you safe you know and i'm not saying that it can't it does nothing for you i do think those things actually sadly respectability to a certain extent does work people don't like to to hear it because online it's all respectability is bad but the truth of the matter is there's certain places you can't get access to as a black person without passing some type of respectability smell test and that's kind of that sucks it's a survival mechanism and it's not your fault that you need to do that no and it's not your fault if you can't do it and it's not your fault if you refuse to do it none of it is really your fault it's all just different survival methods for for surviving you know um and so yeah you you will have to you know there's there's internships i know i got because i was a certain type of black kid to them you know now what i you know people call it code switching obviously what i was like in the privacy of my own life and home and friends those white people might never know you know what I mean? but but how i had to be to get a job how i had to be to slide into those internships how i had to be when i was applying for those fucking scholarships and shit yeah there was a certain level of that that existed it was why i love going to an hbcu was because here's this place where i don't got to do that shit you know no one's gonna think i'm stupid because i said i listen to wu-tang or i you know i talk with a certain amount of slang and hip-hop they no one's gonna say that oh my god look at this dumbass nigger but when you know if i was in a white space there is that chance that that happens a little bit more often but but yeah i just think in general your your mom is trying to, was in her way protecting you but right. they don't think about what that means what you're internalizing i remember when we first started uh dating at like 15 and 16 and stuff mm-hmm. you know and i would tell you you're beautiful and i would sing that song uh you're so beautiful to you i didn't believe you and yeah and i and i you know and it, it to me i was just like i can't believe somebody could not i can't believe you could not believe that about you you and know I what would i mean tell you what the, the fuck is this i don't believe you why are you lying to me right but i was just like well i'm gonna continue to tell you this and continue to believe it and continue until you until we both know it right you i know? was fight. i was fighting you up the hill with that one going nah nigga you lying you want what you want right and i'm like i'm a i'm gonna treat you the way that you're supposed to be treated not just out of respect for for you but out of respect for myself out of respect right. for the way i was raised out of respect for just as a as a person people deserve more but it but you know i it's just to me it's like to know that even in they're trying to protect you they ultimately put that head trip in you and that's the part that's sad in the world too not just them because you know like we people like to blame parents and shit but normally your parents are trying to do the best they can i'm not saying right not all parents mm-hmm. i know there's some abusive right very horrible people but yes but for like the parents that tried and they just could not defeat the world as black people come on sometimes i feel like we come down too hard on them we do and um this is the techniques that they use to make it to where they are and sometimes to be frank i see the wisdom in the shit later in life right than i did when i was a kid you know did i did even 10 years ago there's certain things where i'm like that sucks but I, I get what they were trying to do um so i feel like um you know when i read this in the book i remember thinking to myself like yeah this is you know this is put a slip on over your stockings and on your church dress 
uh, which with a <laughs> fucking which, girdle on your goddamn can with breathe. a girdle and a jacket and like you know like like every like it's all these extra layers to 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 hide your body from the world but also hidden in this well now you're respectable and now you're good so when you don't do these things guess what that means you're bad your default means you're not a respectable person your body's not respectable and and i think that's why people internalize a lot of the trauma that happens to them as their fault right and i know for 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 me a lot of this shit was a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of disappointment and i think also uh uh, for me, when you initially met me, I was very hurt. Like, I was mm-hmm. a really, really hurt and broken person. And I had got to the point where I was like, I had got tired of, of boys being around me. And not to be funny, if they were around me, they just want to fuck. And I was like, I am more than something to fuck. And when I was like, oh, you don't care anything about me. You, do, you don't want me for me. Right. You want me for a sexual object. And so once i kind of pieced that together what i what i did and it was hilarious and this this is how i i kind of knew that there was something different about you was when you i I did the opposite of my mama because i was rebellion because i was very hurt and mad and disappointed at her uh she did the best she could don't get me wrong but this is from a child's perspective i get it and so for me i didn't want to be anything like her literally for you i was like i don't want to be anything like you so my mama is 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 the type of woman y'all and y'all y'all know these people where they they dress to the nines with the church hats i mean a very clean woman and so i was like well then i'm gonna be the opposite i wouldn't comb my hair i always wore hats i wore baggy clothes i wore nothing that fit i always wore tennis shoes like i did the complete opposite out anything not to show my the form of my body and i was like look if 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 a dude is gonna come my way he got to really work for it because i'm not doing anything to draw his fucking attention to me and so you know at first i was like okay you just over here because you just want to be over here whatever nigga like like that that was my attitude because i had been hurt so bad i was like okay you lying just like everybody else what is there about you that that that's that's so special that that's different so this is how i know hurt people hurt people and the thing is some people went through this and they are fucking grown as adults with the same attitude so i am not saying so when i speak on these things i'm not speaking from somewhere from from a place where i have not been hurt and, and and been through this and um as an adult uh i remember being an adult and leaving um uh my mama's house and i was hurt it, i left when i left it was like two to three years where i spoke to nobody in my family because i was livid i was mad i was upset how could you why didn't you know like i had a lot of anger and i blamed them for the things that that happened but the older i got i had to learn how to forgive because i had to learn you cannot equip me for something that you were never equipped for you cannot teach me something that you don't know you cannot give me knowledge that you don't have Mm -hmm. and i had to realize you did the best that you could with the equipment and the tools that you had and also i once i understood that you did it from a place of love you didn't do this trying to hurt me you didn't do this trying to harm me you did it from a place of love and i had to understand that but as a child you don't understand that as an adult i begin to understand why she did what she did and why she made the decision that she made and, and they can't see something that didn't exist for them or something that they can't it's hard for them to believe in the thing that doesn't like i think 
I, you weren't the first person in your family to go to college but you would have you know you weren't like it's not like everybody in your, fa- your family went to college and graduated oh they did you know so even when you started applying for college um when you got a scholarship you know i still remember that you know those conversations i still remember you telling me about when your family member saying i was gonna leave you and we weren't gone mm-hmm. like you know like he going he going to school he, he gonna leave you and all this shit you know and mm-hmm. they're they were in their way they're probably trying to protect you right because they're thinking well when this comes to pass i don't want her to be hurt and i want her to know that you know men hurt people and this is uh you know this is just a thing to be prepared for right you know but yeah it's you know a lot of that negative speak a lot of that self like i don't know a lot of that just kind of like t- negative talk that negative like it, it it can invade a whole family it can become part of the mantra of a unit where we speak down on each other and i think a lot of that starts with girls anyway in their bodies when they're children and it's you know you did this wrong you did that wrong you did this wrong you're getting hit for this you get in trouble for that um and it's just being a kid shit it's just like stuff you you shouldn't even have to think about is now becoming like your not just a thing that you have to think about but also you're being blamed for right and and it's also um back then too uh and and i know it's not a place of love but it's also one of those things where i never really thought i was smart i never really Mm. thought i was intelligent i'm just keeping i never really thought that so and i will continue to say this tell this story to the day i die the only reason why i went to college was because of your parents and because I remember when I got ready to graduate, I was a senior, y'all. I hadn't took the SAT, AC. I hadn't took none of those tests, none of them. And so uh, your mom was like, well, what you want to do? I was like, I don't know. I guess start working. You 18 years old. And if you don't have people kind of building and pushing. And, and like I say, uh, when you don't have people that around you that are, are higher educated or know people that are in college that kind of come and be like, hey, you know, even if it's not college, but like, hey, do you know, what are you good at? Like, I didn't really have anybody ask me kind of what do you want to do with your future? So I ha- I was like, I'm not sure. Right. And so like most kids at that age, you know, and so. I remember your mama was sat down uh, at the kitchen table. Your mama asked me. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I, your mama's doing hair at the time. I was like, guess who doing hair? I don't know. Your mama said, okay, I'll make a deal with you. She said, you go to college. She said, and if you don't like it and you come back, she said, we'll, she, and she specifically said, we'll get another plan. She's like, we'll figure out something else for you to do. Mm-hmm. She said, but the first thing I want you to do is to go take take the test you need to take, you know, and, 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 and see, you know, and stuff and start applying for school and stuff like that and she was like and if it don't work we'll, we this is the things that you know we we could prepare from here like your mama had already kind of prepared a plan for me but i didn't know it and i couldn't see it at the time right. and so i was like well i guess i go and i was like i don't know where to go and so i applied and i and i ended up getting accepted into the same school that you end up going right. to and so um and i think that and you had a full scholarship yes i did i I had a full scholarship everything was paid for um and all that stuff like but this is stuff that i didn't know anything about i didn't know about the fafsa and and none of that stuff and my mama didn't know so she couldn't teach me and your parents knew so they can kind of work me and help me go through that process and so my thing about it is, is is when people say it takes a village it literally takes a village because 
people have limited knowledge and once you have maxed out it's almost time to go to the next level and people and people don't understand what it's like to go to the next level and some parents feel like going to the next level is leaving them behind it's not leaving them behind i love you i will love you forever for what you did for me but at this point in my life you're not equipped for this so i have got to get around somebody and get with somebody that can help me move to the next level of life whatever that spot is and it does not mean that i won't love you and and right. and i think that's a struggle that me and my mama kind of went through with that because she saw it as a as a way of you know you leaving me quote unquote we had to have a little talk about that i was like mama i'm not leaving you i was like mama i will forever love you you my mama like but you have to understand they're giving me something that you can't give me and it does not mean what you gave me was not enough well also i'm the whole point of what our parents do for us is to hold us on their shoulders so we can stand up and see further right like that's the whole point they like you're not gonna see as far as your child's gonna see because your child is dreaming of a world that's beyond the world of imagination that you have because once you become an adult your imagination starts shrinking down the things that you believe and can and feel like you can see it just becomes less because life has been a certain amount of way you're learning more about the world and sometimes for dreamers uh to exist they have to be held up and not limited you know and they have to go in places that you don't feel comfortable and places where you don't know the landscape so you can't tell your child watch out for this look out for that you don't know you know and now you're worried that your kid's gonna come to you with a problem that you can't fix because you don't know anything about it and that's okay you know and i think a lot of parents get uncomfortable with that um but that that's literally what life is is for 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 a parent hopefully is that your child does experience something beyond the borders of what you've imagined right and also it's 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 one of those things too to where one beautiful beautiful wonderful and i will even say magnificent thing about getting older is that you get a completely and totally different understanding of your parents and once you get a different understanding of your parents the and i know i can't speak for everybody but for me my relationship with my mama grew the older i became because i began to understand her and understand her personality you know it took me being an adult to understand uh um love language it took being an adult to understand personalities introvert extrovert it took me and once i began to piece those things together you know it made it easier to adapt and adjust you know to her and less of a fight and struggle because when i looked at the at the 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 uh puzzle of where we place on those personality tests we was at the complete opposite ends of the spectrum i was like oh this is why we conflict well you also you know you also learn age provides context in a lot of ways and wisdom provides context and life provides context and and i think uh for a lot of stuff when you put things in context it's not as outrageous as it feels or as outrageous as it seems so there's things you can look back and be like oh this was them trying to love me this was them trying to teach me something this was them you know that kind of thing and another thing you realize hey your parents are human they're not gonna always get it right they're not it's not you know one of the reasons i'm a little bit more lenient on parenting in general when we talk about it on the show is because i recognize that the hard and fast rules that we have that in the world like we just all have our moral codes is different when you're 
24 7 responsible for somebody else's life right like the things that i think oh i would never i've never been broken down from sleep deprivation to the point where i did just want my kid to shut the fuck up and you right. know whatever like i've never i've never had i've never been tested in that way to then tell somebody like wow you yelled at your child like I, who the fuck am i i, I like i you you would hope that, that you, you be able to have an infinite amount of patience <laughs> come on but my guess is as a human being you're gonna have some not proud moments you're gonna have a moment where you accidentally leave your kid at the store about and turn around like oh my fucking god i fucking uh, left my kid at, at the store like there's moments that quiet quiet moments these parents never tell each other about you know thoughts that you know when you're can't get a moment of peace in a bathroom just fucking leak out and shit so you know i try not to judge harshly on that kind of stuff because right. I, you just never fucking know and you know i'm just happy to be here and glad that my parents did a good enough job letting me get to be the person i am now uh regardless of how i got here so right and it's also and, and also for me uh i grew up thinking and and the thing is because i know now is a, is a different relationship but i've always grew up thinking that i was uh, not enough i was never enough for my mama i always grew up thinking no matter how hard i try it just wasn't enough no matter if i gave a it's just it was just like everything i did it just wasn't enough wasn't enough wasn't enough when in reality it was enough mm-hmm. but she didn't have the tools or she didn't know how to express that to me mm-hmm. and so now as an adult with me you know graduate from school you know uh, even even and the thing is even us doing this podcast my mama just learned about me doing the podcast like this year y'all like like this mm-hmm. year she just now learned about me doing the podcast and so uh it was one of those things where she was like really really proud you know and so for the first time you know and i think with her being older she's kind of relaxed and she's not as rigid and she's not as hard as she used to be so she's more expressive on showing her love to me because i'm a child where i am a touchy touchy filly filly i love you type of person and she was not right. you know she didn't even tell me like i love you until i was like an adult when i was like mom i love you she said mm-hmm. that was her way of saying it but mm-hmm. i'm the type of person that had to hear it right and and you know and i think that that caused a conflict among us you know and so you know and on top of that the things that i was taught when you was reading that ex uh, that little thing the things i was taught i was like it stops here and for me it stopped with layla Mm -hmm. like 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 there are things that 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 i went through that i will 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 i will defend to the death i was like what you're not gonna do is do this to my niece what you're not gonna do is regulate her body what you're not gonna do is talk to her any type of way what you're not gonna do is tell her she's not worthy what you're not gonna do is tell her she's not beautiful what you're not gonna do is tell her she can't like 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 i am i you know i am kind of that shield Mm -hmm. you know for her because i don't want her to go down i don't want her to ever experience having a ceiling like right. i did i want her to be like i can do whatever the fuck i want to and i'm gonna be like if you gonna do it i'm gonna support you in any means that i know how i'm not gonna stop your vision i'm not gonna stop your dream and because i'm like that i can i love talking to layla because i can tell that that that, that she's at a 
a lot freer place than at 13 than i ever was until i became like older an adult like she has dreams and visions and things like that it's not that i didn't have them is that it's just the fact that they wouldn't fed to the point that i believe that i could do it yeah she's very independent and out and like outspoken and she knows herself very well mm-hmm. you know um and like you said it takes a village you know so we part of that village and making sure that she gets it too but all right uh let's get into the show show all right guys uh there's a lot of stuff happening yes it is i don't even know where to start um actually you know what uh let's get paid for this episode guys <laughs> how about we do that let's make that money yeah let's go ahead and make some money oh how are things going on in your bedroom guys is your bed kind of unseasoned right now is it kind of dry you need to spice it up a little bit put some dry rub on things (laughs) put some lemon pepper well adam and eve trying to help you spice it up in that bedroom okay trying to help you put some some uh smoked garlic on those sheets i don't know put some sauce in your life what y'all into that get that adobo uh select any one item at 50 percent off i just used the code myself honestly guys uh select any one item at 50 percent off and then uh adam and eve will give you a bunch of free stuff so all you gotta do is go pick out one item it could be nipple clamps it could be uh blindfold it could be lingerie it yeah. could be lube if you want to slip and slide lube it could be a sexy movie it could be condoms it could be anything just about and you put in code tbgwt at checkout they give you 50 percent off in addition to that they give you 10 tantalizer free gifts that's two little boxes you need to check when you check out you click both of those boxes okay and it's like oh free shit free shit and they're gonna give you a little like couples kit that has some uh little sexy items for you all of you to enjoy and plus they're gonna give you six free spicy movies professional too professional movies okay we're talking lighting camera crews we're talking makeup makeup. we're talking scenes and acting hair getting hair done okay we're talking a director saying action and cut right okay this isn't watching two people have sex with uh what appears to be the rachel maddow show in the background okay come on on the camera phone and now you're trying to figure out what day this happened on what was rachel talking about impeachment that could be any day in the last three years um and then they give you free shipping the best kind of shipping come on and when i say free shipping adam and eve shipping you would think normally you have free shipping you're like oh this shit ain't gonna give for seven months Mm-mm. adam and eve ship the stuff immediately it gets there within a couple days mm-hmm. so listen adamandeve.com code tbgwt get half off get 10 free gifts get free that that free shipping all that stuff at adamandeve.com code tbgwt and it's discreetly so you know your neighbors your nosy neighbors won't be like "Ooh, what you got over there why is it shaped like a penis right it does not come as a a gift wrapped cock okay that's not how it looks like no nobody's gonna know what the fuck is in that box nobody's gonna know it doesn't even say adam and eve on the box just in case people being nosy it's like "Mm mm-mm no this is a gift for some people okay we have boxes of dildos around here and sex toys and all come on we do and nobody knows what kind of freaks we are in this Mm -hmm. house nobody nobody okay it's our business and now everyone else on twitter and (laughs) the podcast at facebook but other than that it's our business no all right let's get into the show now that we uh did the thing to get paid 
uh all right man where should we start it's a lot of stuff happening um hmm should start with the i guess i'll start with the fuckery um there's always fuckery afoot ti speaking of daughter's bodies uh ti reveals he goes to the gynecologist every year with his daughter deja to ensure her hymen is still intact wild as the taliban indeed <laughs> god damn it t.i clifford um you could have said nothing <laughs> well that's that's yeah that's a big one too i mean obviously doing this is fucked up but then telling right. the world about it is the next level of fucked right. up right it's, it's like don't nobody know till you say something yeah like when he was doing the interview when he talked about this i just wish somebody would have came out of the the back stop it right now this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous get yes get out of here we are adults and this is ridiculous hit the crap we needed her at the at that that moment in time to pop up in the background and yell that mm-hmm. that was ridiculous um yeah apparently you're speaking on the life hacks episode of the podcast ladies like us with Nazanin, Mandy, and wife of singer Miguel, and makeup artist Nadia Moham, the 39-year-old rapper, opened up about the way he goes about parenting. I think that most kids, in hindsight, looking back, they always thank their parents for not think thank their parents for not allowing them to damage themselves as much as they could have. He said, which opened up a conversation about strict parenting and having sex talk with kids. When asked if he had such conversations with his own brood, that we that's what he noted that when it came to his 18 year old daughter deja he goes out of his way every year to ensure she's still a virgin have i this is the thing deja 18 just graduated from high school now and she's attending her first year in college figuring it out for herself and yes not only have we had the conversation we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen mandy and mohan both laughed at the revelation he confirmed he actually goes with her to the doctor's office to hear the results of the pelvic exams for himself so it's this one time we go i think this might have been after her 16th birthday this is what we do right after the birthday we celebrate usually like the day after the party she enjoys her gifts i put a sticky note on the door gano tomorrow 9 30 she so we'll go and sit down and the doctor will come and talk and doctors maintain a high level of professionalism he's like you know sir i have to in order to share information i'm like deja they want you to sign this so we can share information is there anything you would not want me to know see doc no problem so then they come and say uh oh wait and so then they come and say well i just want you to know that there are other ways besides sex that the hymen can be broken like bike riding athletics horseback riding and just other forms of athletic physical activity so i say look doc she don't ride no horses she don't ride no bike and she don't play no sports just check the hymen please and give me back my results expeditiously each year the results have to be this liking i will say as of her 18th birthday her hymen is still intact that's nobody's fucking business and then asking why he wants her to be a virgin he said there's no fun who wants a virgin like really all that work 
um which obviously gets back to the real point of all of this uh ownership of his daughter's body and all that shit the one thing he's afraid of is niggas like him ain't that what it always come back down to right because guess what y'all know niggas ain't shit niggas know niggas ain't shit i'm a dirty dog ass nigga and guess what i don't want my daughter to run into a dirty dog ass nigga like me and i remember how i would be turned off by virgins and women of you know too much moral class and now oh now i gotta work for some pussy i'm out as if we don't also know that the overprotective parent leads to the children who wild the fuck out as soon as they get out the house Woo! i can't i was ra in college and nigga when people got out you could tell who literally had no freedoms at home and then was some of the first people to go sailing back home too right um so yeah this i mean i can't say i'm shocked because i think ti is a whole tip and i think he's one of those people that people kind of i don't know there's certain people that i i don't understand the fascination with them necessarily like when people were writing in asking us to talk about killer mike ti and candace owens and i was like why the fuck would i talk about that no why are you talking about that why are you taking them seriously those are three people not to be taken very seriously you know like it's just like they like the what we call uh i don't know like just the idea of the black intellectual intelligence uh outspoken person or whatever meaning that anyone with a microphone is fucking like a person to be looked up to and held in high esteem and that's not true and their prescriptions for the race are to be taken seriously is ridiculous to me i don't expect people to do it with us so why the fuck would i do it for anyone else like what kind of shit is that Correct. they're just a person with an opinion like anybody else and if you look at a lot of their opinions a lot of them are fucking jive and they don't check out and you just gotta go okay well we don't take clifford that serious and that's all that's what i do but instead you end up with shit like this where you know people put him on a pedestal and then when he says something to me completely in line with other things he said i'm not shocked by it but i felt bad for his daughter right because now we know her fucking business and that's the thing she didn't put this out here you put this out here sir and you're not a nobody so when you talk people listen and now everybody knows so it's not like they're gonna go look her up find out where she is who she is like not to an extent you may have even fucking made her a target what is wrong with you i'm sure of that i think that may have been mentioned also i mean she is on social media right so this is 2019 now everyone's on social media and so people can see the things you like on twitter and she was liking the comments that were basically saying her daddy was being fucked up and so people was like you know gleaning from that like obviously she thinks this is overbearing and and fucked up as well you know so yeah i mean i could do a whole rant about you know niggas and thinking they own their daughter's bodies and stuff and to me i look at this the same way i look at um those purity pledges that that men make their daughters Mm -hmm. do to them stupid and stuff it just seems very invasive um this goes right along with how we open the show it just feels like the message he's telling his daughter and let's be frank his wife not intervening um it feels like the message they're telling her is your body isn't yours 
and i know they're a parent there's a fine line i do understand that as parents you're responsible for your daughter you're responsible for your son uh, there's an age where you're like i'm more responsible for your body than you are for your body to some people they may feel that way i think we can all agree 18 is too old for that you know i think is that not a place i mean the government agrees clearly you know um so i also feel like just in general you're setting your now who knows they're rich they may have access to shit she may be fine but i feel like a lot of times you're setting your kid up for mental just failure you know like you're making there's a there's like a shift of responsibility that has to happen like if there was a graph there's two lines that kind of connect and then at one point the responsibility a parent shares has to be lowered to the and the responsibility a child takes on has to be increased right and it starts you know at an earlier age to a much earlier age than this you know sometimes 10 11 12 little stuff you know like hey i'm going to the store and you're watching the house for the next 15 minutes you know i'm trying to come back to a not burned down house okay you passed that test you know hey you you got uh um you get your own phone one time at some point Mm -hmm. um you you can look at netflix and i'm not gonna have to look in the room and make sure everything you're watching is okay you're like there's a shift of responsibility and sex unfortunately is part of that shift yes it is at some point you're gonna have to understand your child is going to have sex and this idea that you know like like we said in the initial like i read an initial uh jazz expert excerpt there's there's this idea of no 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 sex abstain no sex no sex no sexual no boyfriends no nothing oh you got married sex 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 sex. have us a kid give us a kid what, what when the kid's gonna happen now hurry up y'all you better be having some sex there's that type of like owner and it's all still ownership mm-hmm. of your of someone else's body even if it's your child so um yeah and and, 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 it, and it's real fucked up because you know when it comes to sex and things like that a lot, a lot of people particularly men actually lose their fucking minds that let's say uh her quote-unquote hymen isn't broken but she might want to go on birth control because of uh, uh periods and hormones and shit like that a lot of men actually fight women against that you're like the fuck is this nigga you don't have a fucking period get that get out of my goddamn face and just because somebody on birth control is 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 not me quote-unquote giving them the freedom to fuck and not to be too frank but i'm about to be too frank here this doesn't mean she's not fucking right so i i mean figure it out there's ways around all this shit like Mm -hmm. you don't fucking know dog so it's just i you it's better to have a relationship built in my opinion it seemed like it would be better to have a relationship built on some level of trust and not i'm gonna be checking behind your hymen every fucking year you like know, that's like that's doing anything right do you go with your your son to his test to to, to verify he ain't fucking no of course not okay and, 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 and the other because we don't care about men's and boys bodies they get more freedom you know uh in that book conflict is not abuse that's why i was reading a, a part maybe i'll read one of these excerpts but it talks about why girls leave the house before boys and people go well how can that happen women earn less money than men they should be they should probably be the slowest to leave the house because how are they going to be financially prepared not to mention women are expected to protect and serve all of the men in their lives their fathers their family members their brothers all this stuff for the but but still they're expected to do that and many of them leave the house early and still find a way to do that right so then how why are they leaving because it's an oppressive situation to be a girl in a house Right. with your parents it's an oppressive situation it's 
it's like you're kind of in jail and with boys it's more of a freeing situation you know uh ti brags about if his son is gonna start fucking girls or not well who's who, who are they fucking so it's some girl somewhere right somebody you know? else's daughter the somebody else's daughter them. right yeah and so um you know men brag on that kind of stuff you know uh and not just men people i keep saying men people people women promote this too women mm-hmm. are very like we just talked about mothers and being restrictive on their daughter's bodies we just talked about um you know the even mothers do the little heartbreaker he's gonna have so many girlfriends type of mentality like you know that mothers do the labor for young for young men who should be out of the house to let them be in the house at 25 30 years old because the mother's doing that labor you know so it is a enabling system a patriarchy from every single uh way ti is just the latest example and the most egregious one that people can argue about and i saw i i, I didn't participate in them and i saw people were arguing they family their business and all kinds of shit i don't know man i i just feel like this shit seemed if it's their family their business then he shouldn't have told nobody that's my whole point you could have so, said nothing if it's their family their business why do we know we know for a reason so once we know it is no longer their family their business like, like like that don't no longer matters right so i don't know um let's see what else happened um <clears throat> uh chicago will stop shutting off water service due to unpaid bills water is a basic human right the city will no longer shut off a resident's water supply because of an unpaid utility bill said mayor Lori lightfoot um oh, so they just be like you ain't paying your water bill fuck it hell yes absolutely you think you think duke power gonna let us keep the power on the phone keep paying this shit oh you can go to them and negotiate and, and shit like that and if, and if i don't have the money what's gonna happen if, I, if I, i'm negotiating I, I still don't got it don't don't they have program i thought they had programs and shit for like low-income people okay okay maybe i'm wrong my bad i th- mm. I thought it was programs to help people out that didn't have it they're like fuck it you poor you just don't have it must be nice in your ivory tower miss scarlet <laughs> must be nice because i thought i you know i'm like y'all just be like fuck it you 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 just don't have you ain't never been in nobody's house and the power was off no okay all right well i have um you know what I'm, saying? I'm sorry maybe uh, i lived the privileged life my bad yeah i've had uh you know members of my family uh you know shit my grandmama man that used to be a thing and then the bill collector come around and we had to hide and shit like that like it's just i mean it's, and it's, I'm, it's not even something i'm ashamed of right it's just it's you know it's fucked up that life is like that in a country that has so much right that we don't see certain things as like you know in an inalienable right stuff that we brag about so but yeah i um i'm pretty sure my i'm pretty sure one of my grandmas had the water cut off before uh but i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure on that and i definitely know the power has been out before like you know um anyway yeah so they're gonna stop doing that which is good uh lightfoot said access to water is a basic human right that too many chicagoans have had to go without because they have uh had to choose between paying their utility bills and paying for other needs the city's new utility bill relief and debt forgiveness program aims to alleviate the burden of overdue water bills on residents the new policy will also provide pathways for residents to settle their utility debts by paying a discounted rate of 50 percent for water service sewer and water sewer tax bills 
after one year of meeting the discounted payments the city would forgive previously incurred debt an estimated twenty thousand people will be affected by the relief program the mayor said and the changes would lower the average homeowner's meter bill from fifty three dollars to thirty three dollars a month lightfoot said that this program is a continuation of her larger fine and fees overhaul to stop penalizing people because they can't afford to keep up with their city bills the city's historically regressive fines and fee system and traps our residents our neighbors in gender in generational poverty lightfoot said our families deserve to live their lives without constant financial stress imposed by gov- city government they need a pathway to compliance to be able to pay their bills that's dope right because guess what if i ain't got it i ain't got to give it to you because you know what it's either pay to keep a roof over my head or pay to keep the lights on i think the roof is more important I can't, than the lights i can't remember when she got elected what was the thing that people didn't like that she said but she seems something. i don't know the things i've seen in general seem she seems to be pretty uh progressive um for a mayor um but i can't remember what the thing was but it's always a thing you know there's always a thing i I can't remember if it was like the jesse smollett shit or something but you know whenever a person like this gets uh elected there's always like remember that time remember that time but you know you have to look at the long view you have to put things in context you have to take your time with these things because that's not that they're never there like with a politician they're never that one decision you disagree with Mm -mm uh that's that twitter shit and i'm staying away from that right that energy is terrible energy those people are terrible people so i'll try to stay away from that because they don't want you to have full views it's the same people that call kamala harris a cop and um elizabeth warren they call you know she lied about yeah, and, native american and ancestry don't want no nuance and, and you bring yeah. up facts and they want to yada yada all your facts you're like oh we're not having a conversation fuck you all right i'm out what are we talking about so i try to avoid that shit because your legacy is not going to be one thing for me that's a twitter thing that people will do so um yeah other things i've read about her overhauling and and initiatives she started i mean like she seemed to be pretty at least pretty good at this or trying to be a, a better mayor than uh obviously Rahm Emanuel, who people felt was uh fucking terrible so i don't know man i hope she continues to do good work and i hope that more good comes from her administration than negative and right. this to me sounds like a good thing i'm sure there's some levels of it i don't understand or it might hurt but uh you got to consider chicago is the bur is like the home of redlining so the idea of using city um ordinances to basically put a black tax on people and put black people in a certain part of town and you know just make sure they don't build wealth and all this stuff that is something built into the bones of chicago and so to to overhaul that and undo it is going to take a lot of work from a lot of different areas and a lot of different angles and i hope that she uh at least pushes these type of things forward same um so let's see what else uh elizabeth speaking of which elizabeth warren can't name three black folks who could be in her cabinet what news one staff you know it's some bullshit when this is a lot of these black sites do this uh you know it's some bullshit when they don't put their name on who who wrote it that's when Uh, you know anonymous they don't because that's them saying we don't want the smoke of this clickbait ass headline so instead of saying oh so-and-so wrote this it's the news one staff guys it's uh you know how we write things uh news one staff together you know everyone sits in the room each person writes a sentence then we all type it up and we just put it out like nigga you know that's not what happened um anyway uh (laughs) so 
what i've said i'll get into the details and context of this in a second but what i said was yeah so this just means she the front runner correct right mm-hmm. yeah so we're gonna attack her yeah that that's what that means she is the front runner and if you are a supporter of elizabeth warren yeah get your motherfucking uh fighting pants on or whatever it is or or at least uh i mean i won't fight about it but i'm not fighting right but at least like understand that from this point on it's gonna be everything bad about her every negative clip sound bite, every hot take every um way to like misquote her to 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 mischaracterize her to not give her the benefit of doubt that's what you're about to go through now what a lot of those elizabeth warren supporters have been doing and and this is i shouldn't say it's not beholden to elizabeth warren it's really all the people who talk politics on social media what a lot of these people have been doing is doing this but to other candidates correct so it's not that you're holier than now or better than them you like these are just the tactics you've been using and it's and your candidates been mostly exempt from until they get in the lead and then all of a sudden it's like oh shit a great example is joe biden right are you gonna be like well, well right joe biden has gas he's fucked up blah, blah blah uh joe biden been like that shit forever yes he has he was like that in 2008 yeah with obama when we was calling him uncle joe on social media i've Had never the cute little memes floating up and down the timeline of him obama i've never called that man that shit in my life uh because uh not to be racist i don't have no white uncles okay so it just never made sense for me i didn't know that was a delineation we could just give white people i thought we did auntie maxine and uncle like i thought it was just like uh, uncle black person you know uncle shannon sharp i didn't realize it was something we just did with fucking any anybody we liked that was old but um yeah this nigga been terrible for a long time he's been rubbing shoulders and doing fucking um uh gas where he told like a dude that was uh in a wheelchair to stand up and let people clap for him like and it was adorable back then when john stewart was on the daily show and they would play clips of his gas and they'd laugh and the audience would laugh correct and they go it's cute you know, like, oh look obama's got uncle joe how can you not vote for obama and you know what i was thinking as a savvy political person at the time i was going i love that uncle joe is vice president to obama because nobody wants this motherfucker to be in charge correct that's right y'all <laughs> I was, nobody wanted him to be in charge i never had a problem with joe Biden because i was either. like i was here for the last and the jokes i said please keep fucking up so that no body gets it in their mind like we need to take obama out and then we can get joe biden to be president everybody's like eh, that'll be worse the competent black man is better than the the, the buffoon white man Come every on. time every time so anyway but people was giving him all this like inroads with blackness because he knew how to like dap obama up and he always had obama's back which is the job the job that's the job of vice president like that's the job right like what does he think he's gonna be doing i don't agree with him on this one like the only time he would ever quote unquote not agree is to strategically flow a position out to the public to to test it for obama to take so that's the only times he ever didn't agree he was a great soldier in that way like he would float out some shit like well you know i don't have to disagree with uh with, with barry and i think privately we probably do agree that uh 
we need to pass gay marriage not civil unions and it's like everybody breaks they you know <gasps> is everybody gonna jump on joe's shit it passed nobody said anything well then next year obama comes out out for civil unions now like that's the only time he ever broke rank so it to me i always just looked at it like a dude who played his spot but now that he's actually on the dais now that he's actually having those gaps as a presidential candidate people he ain't adorable no more no he not he now he's but adorable now he's not in that full crime bill talking you know didn't stand up for anita hill joe biden no more uncle just joe biden right because he's in he was in front in auto polls so when you're in front of auto polls you're terrible you're the worst guy ever when you're when you're not in front of the polls okay we can listen to like let's listen to these ideas and, and good and bad there's some people that's not in front of the polls that shouldn't even if they were at the lead they they wouldn't like the only reason they're in the race is because they can't get to the front right like Tulsi gabbard's in in the hunt because she can't get to the front if she was in the front it'd be like immediately assassinate her character get her the fuck out of here what was they right thinking you know and so elizabeth warren's gonna have to endure this we'll see what she's like in the front um i hope she does well because uh i don't have any animosity towards her or Mm-mm. to be frank many of the uh candidates and my thing is i'm gonna tell you right now i don't give a fuck i'm not fighting nobody y'all duke it out whoever is the person across the finish line you got my vote i don't care what happens to that point yeah i mean i've been on that and I, I just don't see the point of arguing with motherfuckers about it. Mm-hmm. When you think about the makeup of your cabinet, what three African Americans do you feel like you have to have in your cabinet? Ooh, you know, there's a little danger in this answer because some of those folks are running for president and we don't want to be here self mentioned as cabinet members because dang, they're some good people. Okay, so her first state point is, and I think it's a valid point, it's kind of a fucked up question because some of the people you want me to that i would be wanting to name to my cabinet are running for president right so if i want kamala harris as my attorney general i can't name her because it's disrespectful shout out to joe biden when he named stacy abrams and how motherfuckers was ready to riot over that shit well he was like you know we they floated out we used considering stacy abrams as his vp and people was like has he even talked to her what is this about and they come to find out they had met they had talked even still people like it's way too presumptuous you might not even fucking win why a black woman what does she want to run right it so it's this is one of those questions that's going to trip you up and fuck you up if you do answer it with some with you know cory booker and um kamala harris um or 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 even if it was like an andrew gilliam or somebody like you if you have not talked to them about their political aspirations and you just start naming black people and especially as a promise you can't necessarily keep because you ain't talked to them you fucked yourself so yeah i just thought that was i thought that's the first part you have to pay attention to um keep in mind the headline just said she couldn't name three black people though okay cool i'm sorry twitter's taking a while to load you guys know how this is with my computer (sighs) swing low sweet chariot i have to go to the to the official site um maybe i don't know youtube uh, and some of them are in Congress and may not want to hear that somebody's got. Is that okay? <laughs> you don't have to call my name. But you know, it is. It's about having people. 
people who are fighters. It's about having people who are in the fight and want to be in the fight and are going to stay in the fight. For me, it's about building a cabinet that's about people who share the same vision and who don't just share the vision, who don't just see the big idea, but who have a real commitment to get out there and fight for it. That's what I want. I want fighters in my cabinet. Three names. Oh, you're, you're making me cut off all the politicians. But but if I can talk about people who aren't politicians, I talk about my former governor, Deval Patrick, who is a pretty terrific guy. So she did name some people. Yeah, that's the second part. And my thing is that the person kept handling. She's like, I cannot do this. Like, how many times I got the the, the quote to you? I cannot answer your question, ma'am. Right now, you just asked me to name black people I know and have worked with in the past, but they might not end up on my fucking administration. Right. You know, and not and like once again, I probably haven't talked to them about this yet because there's fucking twenty candidates and there's a long ploy to go before I can be the presumptive person that's gonna like win no one's going to not no one's going to say i i will come work in for your administration at this fucking juncture now when you get down to one or two or three i'm in the lead okay i gotta start thinking about some serious shit like what am i what what am i trying to do to be ready on day one when we get out of the primary i'm gonna be thinking about these questions it's way too early for this shit and like i said there's so many people she could have named that people would have said outright disrespectful so it's just very interesting how they frame this and in the article they say bombing on this question was especially strange considering presley's glowing endorsement so they wanted her to name ayana presley in the article if i haven't talked to ayana presley about being in my administration which may or may not come to bear why the fuck would i say her name now right and that's only one person not three she asked for three so okay guys ayana presley um Cory Booker and yeah, we'll, Kamala Harris. Disrespect. Yeah, it would have been funny if she'd have uh, picked like fictional characters. She says that Oprah. Come on, pissed all these. She just said, uh, "What is it? Uh, the girl from Scandal." Yeah, uh, Carrie Washington. Yeah, no, uh, the the person who played the the uh, what was it, Olivia Pope. Oh, Olivia she Pope. She said, "I Not want even, uh, Olivia yeah. Pope. I want Anna Keaton." Yeah, <laughs> she the name shit like that. I like Precious from the movie Precious. Come um, on you mean gabrielle city bay precious Mm-mm. right she's been through a lot and she deserves of hbcus especially those who are deeply engaged in education um and i'm trying to think because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay outside the current washington part where is the best place to go for cabinet members you know um it's to have people who are in the fight people like melody barnes my for either more than 20 years, who's been in this fight from the beginning, who under President Obama was uh, a, uh, was policy, domestic policy advisor, um, someone like Melody, uh, who may not be as well known uh, to this crowd, but who is out there fighting every day. So she named people. Do you understand but, but the, the fucking, way the article was like she couldn't name nobody y'all do you understand the fucking hit job that this article is elizabeth right. warren can't name three black folks who could be in her cabinet they literally put the tweet in the article knowing you won't click it and won't listen correct 
like i like and to me when i shared this i said this is just what it's like to be the front runner it's just unfair this is and, and low-key this is what the fuck happened to hillary clinton yes it is like this is what happened to her too where it was like she was one of the things about hillary clinton that i think really eroded any goodwill for her was the fact that she was the presumptive nominee for the entire time mm-hmm. so with that being people felt a need to bring her down so that we could have a horse race so they did it with bernie who was clearly never even serious competition for her she dusted mm-hmm. his ass yes, even with nothing but negative fucking press she still dusted his ass and his people were the ones crying victim and saying oh no we's the one that got negative press dog if you were a hillary clinton supporter you and you even if you weren't if you just fucking watch the news you were like oh no they shit on her daily when it was trump they were the same thing they lowered the bar to him to this nigga didn't fart at the debate presidential right he didn't chew his own tongue and throw up on the stage well tonight he became president you know and then for hillary clinton it was like uh why (laughs) well yeah she says she has a policy but does she really have a policy and that was enough that was enough uh hot sauce really sis well she's been talking about hot sauce for fucking well, like, 25 years yes, yes. uh pandering i don't want to hear it you know like they lowered the bar uh what about her secret emails hmm? what about her secret speeches to wall street what is she hiding this other candidate is a whole ass con artist right but let's talk about that if you she's so crafty and savvy to have oh uh, these wall street speeches that are complete just big like just big smoking guns that are gonna ruin her whole career um do you think she would have made it this far being that dumb yeah man i I went to wall street now first thing i said to him was hey we are definitely gonna lower your taxes we hope you guys continue to be greedy none of you going to jail high fives all around like that's not like she's too savvy for that if you even if you think she's crooked she's not gonna get caught that way so anyway it was just so fucking stupid but this is now what elizabeth warren's gonna be going through and i I just saw it and said oh change another guard it's now her turn congratulations i mean this means you're winning this means that some of the poll results is coming back and they're finding out that you know joe biden's not the presumptive front runner that people said he was everywhere Mm -hmm, because he's been fumbling the bag yeah so kanye west wants to change his name to christian genius billionaire okay not the onion cbs news was reporting this <laughs> still not as bad as creflo dollar no so i don't know christian genius billionaire i mean why not why um fuck not he floated the idea of legally changing his name to christian genius billionaire kanye west just so everyone knows it martin luther king didn't get killed because he had a dream he had something else he was going to talk about he talked about black empowerment economic empowerment west said at a fast company innovation festival according to hollywood reporter when did i when i did fours i showed them an 890 million dollar receipt and they still didn't say billionaire they don't want us to know that we can buy land they don't want us to know to have the 100 percent ownership that i have at yeezy he continued uh referring to his fashion line which fours did estimate to top 1.5 billion this year when people say it's a crash it's a crash it's call yourself a billionaire i say i might legally change my name to christian genius billionaire kanye west for a year until y'all understand exactly what it is it's it will be on the license plate okay uh yeah uh, i i just think kanye is uh 
saying a lot of stuff that he just sh- we should not be uh taking too seriously mm-hmm. i'll put it that no, way i'm gonna keep it real i don't care yeah yeah so i'll just i hope you don't fuck up my title and spotify playlist other than that please don't do please what you gotta don't. do yeah. don't do want you randomly do. popping in there no i'm good um all right a hawaii man dies after falling through a lava tube down a lava tube in his yard how you fall down a lava tube what is a lava tube an elderly man fell to his death after slipping down a lava tube in his yard in hawaii uh local police said wednesday authorities responded to the man's house in hilo on monday morning after an acquaintance of the man said he had not been heard from in several days investigators determined he had fallen through a soft area in the ground in his yard um then plummet down a lava tube lava tubes are large con- large conduits beneath the ground that are formed by flowing lava <gasps> when they're extinct the tubes do not have lava in them but they form large tunnels beneath the earth's surface fire department crews pulled the man's body from about 22 feet beneath the ground an autopsy determined the man died from the fall down the lava tube shit holy shit so now i need to get my my backyard my yard tested to see if i got lava tube is my house on a lava tube the fuck is this well i think uh we would be fine here because there's no volcanoes i mean no 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 if i live there i'd be like look test test the whole everything i don't want clock a field of lava tubes up i'm not trying to lose a kid or some shit they falling down lava tube i'm good yeah Mm. come my whole house gone what happened baby your house just went down lava tube the fuck is this no yeah that's one way to play that the floor is lava game uh come on loose dogs and cats and shit you won't know what happened yeah um <clears throat> well sorry to that man <laughs> i didn't even mean it that way but yeah sorry to him um uh let's see what else uh sending unsolicited dick pics is now illegal in texas and could result in a 500 dollar fine so if you send an unsolicited dick pic in texas you can now be fined up to 500 dollars and have a criminal record yeah because most of the time it's towards women the state introduced a new law that means sending someone a nude lewd uh to which they didn't consent whether on a dating app messenger or even airdrop is now illegal as of saturday electronic transmission of sexually explicit images or videos considered a class c misdemeanor and and that makes sense particularly with airdrop uh because people do that shit all the time thinking that shit is funny and you're like i, I didn't ask for this I'm, I'm thinking i'm getting airdrop from a family or friend particularly people who got like yeah. everybody can send me airdrop right you're like the fuck is this i didn't I, and it don't even got to be your penis pic i didn't ask for this and particularly people to use the apps a lot of women said when they use those apps they're constantly flooded by you want you want, want a dick want to see mm-hmm. dick 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 you're like i, I mean i don't, I don't see how it's any different than pulling out a fucking go having a trench coat on and pulling your dick out shaking it around like that that's what that people, you should get the same penalty to that person that flashes people gets that's what people that were for this bill said like you can't go out in public and do this they was like you shouldn't be yeah. able to do it online yep so anyway good most millennial women have received an unwanted dick pic yes yep 78 percent of millennial women have received an unwanted dick pic according to uh cosmopolitan yeah you want it that's different but unwanted plenty of those that's crazy 78 percent that's that's insane people are fucking men why are men you see y'all say hi men i say why men okay <laughs> that's the kind of feminist i am Fuck boo, boo. wow wow oh 
that's hilarious though mm-hmm. check a high man wild as a taliban <laughs> no no boo a plane crashes after unloading 350 gallons of pink water in a gender reveal stunt oh shit y'all need to stop this bullshit god is trying to tell y'all something stop it they exploding they causing fires a woman died the other day 45 feet away from it the fuck is this yeah uh like y'all been in bombs and shit it ain't that good nobody actually nobody cares about the sex of your kid i'm sorry to hurt your feelings nobody gives a fuck is they healthy is this just another excuse for two baby showers you're not gonna trick me right we have a we have a gender reveal and then we have a baby shower all right you know what i'll tell you when it's revealed when it comes out of the vagina that's the best way to reveal mm-hmm. some some people are doing that are like i'm there then people get mad i don't know what to bring clothes the baby is out of you now we know the gender that's how it used to happen right back that's in the old days back in my day guys uh <laughs> what a ridiculous thing crashing current planes and shit oh my god um all right uh let's see how do you get that much powder to make the sky turn pink blue that's what was water oh water oh so they released like 500 gallons of water and then the plane crashed god trying to tell these people something man Mm -hmm. stop it stop it right now this is stupid right we are adults this is ridiculous stop it right now this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous get out of here we are adults and this is ridiculous cut the crap y'all need the people dying off of you trying to let them know if it's a boy or a girl cut the crap Mm-mm-mm. stop it we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that lets us go all around the globe, find every audio that makes us feel fucked with is black people, and we assign point scores of 0 to 100, intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody, hey. Let's see who's getting into it now. Uh, uh, Socialite defends her use of the N-word by saying she knows Elise. And? The wife of a hedge funder is claiming that she isn't racist after a series of reported comments that are in fact quite racist. Her biggest defense is that she has black friends, particularly Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. Y'all really think we give a fuck about that? I can see this though. The Swiss Beats was the one that told his kid, you know, if they call you the N word, it's just a compliment. So maybe he was like, you know, he carried that same energy into his real life. Mm, he might, but it don't mean the rest of us okay with it according to page six lisa falcone is the wife of billionaire hedge funder philip falcone and now she's found herself in a lawsuit because her former personal chef accused her of racist language the alleged incident occurred after lisa met brian villanueva's girlfriend who is black according to the lawsuit villanueva said his girlfriend stopped by to help him cook for hampton's dinner party when the falcones were hosting uh back in july the event was attended by keys and swiss beats the next morning the suite says uh the suit uh someone spelled this wrong at news one editors editors matter they matter the suit says (laughs) the suit says that lisa or liza okay liza uh commented on how articulate 
villanueva's girlfriend was your girlfriend speaks very well she seems educated i would describe her as a chocolate covered marshmallow uh the chef accuses lisa of saying despite villanueva appearing visibly offended the suit says lisa continue to say do you use the word nigga at home with your girlfriend the suit explained defend defended lisa falcon noticed the shock and offended express expression on the plaintiff's face however rather than apologize she said defensively i'm puerto rican and grew up in spanish harlem so i can speak and like that i don't give a fuck uh you know what you know what she's right i i you know i didn't know she was puerto rican mm-hmm. and uh from spanish harlem uh Mm-mm. of course she can speak like that Mm-mm. uh people the blacks of new york have that it's okay can well then explain fat joe explain it karen oh i'm not explaining him and like, lean back he says nigga several times yeah uh he can say nigga all he want to all okay all, so all, why all, all, why can you say it why can't he say it because he's a man all i'm saying is that uh for me personally uh i don't give a damn i just come to fix your food and you're not gonna call me a nigga i don't care don't care what your background is did you just say it's okay because he's a man that that's that's the logic behind the the when people say that he man because uh you let old girl said people can fit uh uh gina gina guerrero's whatever her name is disgusted gina rodriguez <laughs> what are you doing to the show right now okay <laughs> trying to do a respectable podcast over here and you just all over the place i'm using twitter logic he can say it because he a man why else can he say it uh, that's what i'm saying what's good and uh as a feminist say what's good for the man good for the woman if y'all want police dj Khaled, then apparently the people that claim some latinx spanish uh heritage that grew up in new york get to fucking say it with impunity i hey mm-hmm. my fault my fault for listening to you niggas okay right that is your fault that y'all let it slide i know how we get down in north carolina but apparently it's not like that across the board it's different rules yeah and i'm not saying i don't listen to the music all i'm saying is that you tell me listen to your music and you telling me to my face ain't the same then she went on to say i meant she speaks really eloquently alicia doesn't speak that way she didn't have an education that was just discovered by clive davis when she was 15 years old oh so she's trying to say alicia keys is dumb swiss definitely doesn't speak that way either lisa allegedly told villanueva later in the day villanueva says that he delivered pizza to the falcons on the beach and revealed that he was quitting due to the racist remarks rather than accepting the plaintiff's resignation defendant lisa falcon at Le- uh, okay so they've called her lisa and liza in the same fucking article i knew i didn't yeah, make that up yeah editors news one news one what's happening boo what's happening yeah when people get their own i opinions. want I'm the best for y'all okay you're out here concentrating on trying to run hit pieces on elizabeth warren you need to be concentrating on getting the spelling errors correct mm-hmm. and making sure that these motherfucking uh names line up throughout the article all, is it lisa or liza all editors lives matter oh my god get uh, editors rather than accepting his resignation she told the plaintiff not to resign and stated talk to my black friends supposedly what? referring to keys and swiss bees both of whom were at the beach with the falcons during the time and emphasized they will tell you that i am not racist villanueva is suing lisa and her husband for discrimination and violation of new york labor laws saying they owe wages uh you know how rich you gotta be to rather this go to the newspaper that just fucking pay that 
like you like because that why, by what i mean by how rich you have to be there's a there's a level of rich where it goes from look it's inconvenient just pay the person i'm so rich fuck it four thousand dollars who cares and then there's another level of rich that's like i'm so rich fuck you motherfucker i have the money i did do the thing i ain't paying you right see you in court bitch see you in court <laughs> like that's that level of rich is like wow the suit also claims philip said he would only compensate villain wave if he and his girlfriend signed a confidentiality agreement promising not to repeat lisa's comments they refuse to sign you're goddamn right keys nor swiss beats have yet to make a public statement about it. why would they right that's like bitch i just come here to, to drink mimosas and, and and strawberry mixed lemonades and eat grapes the fuck is this boy twitter got y'all fucked up dog you, i don't owe you uh, nothing i just was snorkeling the fuck I, is this i they probably know they racist they probably swiss and least probably go home and be like they them motherfuckers racist okay now look he said the investment in the hedge fund is gonna come through next month so we'll see what happens with that but oh lord i hope they don't have another one of them racist ass parties i hate talking to her you know she don't think i'm yeah. smart <laughs> neither one of us is smart and also it's one of those things too where i think maybe she initially did want to get rid of him because he was not your funny probably excellent at the job and it was like oh, i'm not gonna go hire somebody else oh yeah yeah i don't yeah who knows i mean plus i mean he said he was quitting because of racism and nobody thinks they're racist nobody 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 who the fuck is ever racist nobody, nobody. ever is like uh yeah <laughs> like like even the people that say nigga be like uh first of all i am not a racist i told those niggers to get out of my face because they were niggers not because not because i'm racist of any racial animus that i have towards blacks right what now. are we talking about here wow you guys really do stretch the truth at this I mean, publication I here i mean just because i say hang a nigger by a tree does not whoa 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 hold your hus- horses there buddy uh zero to Jakars. oh she get a hundred yeah i think she gets a hundred as well it's pretty good by the way i'm sure she doesn't have a southern bell accent but i mean that's what racism sounds like to me so mm-hmm. <laughs> alicia keys would never get the fuck out of here <laughs> high school football coach resigns after screaming white power i still love you niggers well, i don't have a racist bone in my body <laughs> you know he ain't why, racist why are these cameras in my face i'll tell you one thing for sure before we even get read this article this is not a racist man okay because he loves them black niggers <laughs> okay whatever happens in this article this man i i haven't read it yet i haven't seen the quote i guarantee you this man's gonna is not racist i guarantee you he's gonna say you know what i said it white power but i love them jigaboos white power i still love you niggers see why would i say i love niggers if i'm racist why why would i see think about it it doesn't make i would have said white power it doesn't make sense i would have said white power i hate niggers now see what i'm saying now see that would have been racist but i said white power dot 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 i still love you niggers so as you can see your honor acquitted Uh, thank you you for thank you for thank you for coming out and talking to me okay um an assistant coach at north carolina high school has resigned oh of course i home state <laughs> all right after here go ahead and raise up okay no not raise up like this no we don't give latinos uh a a uh a, 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 a nigga pass but if you're a white high school coach go ahead and say it with the plume buddy 
you earned it uh he, <laughs> he was celebrating this knightsdale high school team's gridiron victory over the corinth high, holders high when he knightsville like the knights of the ku klux Klan, when he just couldn't <laughs> hold in his racist <laughs> Oh, he so okay. That was the clip. I could barely make out what he said, right? But I did hear the part at the end where he was on the news and saying that he is not racist. So, of course he's not. Uh, once again, I didn't. I have not read this article. I knew he wasn't racist. What did I tell y'all? He ain't racist. Nobody's racist. He's nobody's racist. So Ra- how could he be? Racism is a figment of your imagination. People that fought for the Confederate Ooh. side in the Civil War are not racist. Mm, mm. You understand? they're not their descendants aren't racist slave owners aren't racist slavery wasn't real slavery was real my daddy owned slaves that he loved to this day oh my god bless his heart and they loved him back they they, he loved his slaves some of the happiest no slavery wasn't real because they were happy they would be they would they were Mm -hmm. there and they They still were slaves karen they were okay don't try to lie like it wasn't slavery it was happy slavery okay a lot of people don't understand slavery could be a happy enterprise they was frolicking and singing songs the, and just dancing and playing fiddles and spoons it was so good they were in the field they love working okay working they were like free. oh I, I they love so they work so hard and they love working so hard they sang a song with the work mm-hmm. i'm telling you hardly ever had to beat them that's how good that's how good the slavery was i hardly ever had to beat them only had to separate they families. They got paid in beatings. We only had to separate families every once in a while. And honestly, until those damn northerners came down with all them ideas. Everything was fine. They were fine. And then all of a sudden they got the ones the rebellion and freedoms. Oh, you don't even know freedoms don't got an S, okay? Maybe you need to just stay here until the lower 40, but nope, that's what happened. So, <sighs> uh, yeah. So, uh, apparently isn't the shame of his, uh, stupidity um he he put the he's the one who posted the video he later deleted the video oh so he posted his own video yeah and then he said not just to set the record i'm not racist i don't mean it in a negative way white power i still love you niggers in a positive way take the, put it on a t-shirt okay <laughs> sell it <laughs> you know you know i'm sure people be giving daps and hugs and handshakes <laughs> uh <laughs> that's not how that works uh so that's yeah that's not how any of this works the principal keith richardson said he's greatly dismayed and disappointed to see this type of behavior and my say for someone in a position of trust um he's not a full-time staff member at the school uh when a staff member well now i mean you better get him out of iron's hot it's gonna be a bidding war to get this man on the staff when a staff member breaks the trust is deeply upset and said the principal furthermore using this language the language of white supremacy stirs up feelings of fear and intimidation and threats of racial violence why he meant it in a loving way duh uh he says uh he has no problem his friends his black friends have no problem with him using the n-word i guess i've been around them so long we're friends i mean nothing from it they treat me as any of their own friends i have a feeling that one i need to meet these black friends but two i have a feeling that even if you use the n-word around your friends like those type of blacks you don't use it with white power i still love you niggas i Mm -hmm. doubt that that's how Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i even if you had a nigga pass it would be more like what's up my nigga not (laughs) 
white power i still love you knickers what white power you and no one the, the n-word pass don't exist for white people because no one who's cool enough can ha- to have one would also be the kind of person to use it that doesn't even make sense you either cool enough to get it and know better because you go well why the fuck would i say something like that and so then because i i empathize with y'all as my folks and my fam so much that i would never do something like that to violate you or you or you or you use it because you just ain't the kind of person that should ever had in the first place there's no right answer to the nigga pass Mm uh so yeah um he also suggests that he has a yearly renewable pass to say the n-word that was given to him by the boys on a football team because he's a pretty good coach and does it expire yearly but he gets it renewed plus according to his whiskey sipping uh plus according to the whiskey sipping white supremacists he only uses white supremacist term because juvenile athletes of the majority nigger football team just love to hear a white man demean them by calling those racist slur imaginable oh word they oh, walk mm-hmm. oh word and my thing is uh i don't give a fuck about children telling you it's okay they're children right. they're children and you're in charge of them you're like right. their boss it's like your manager thing and it's cool to call you uh you know uh slim or some shit then it's like that's not my nickname at all but you also my manager so for eight hours who gives a fuck call me whatever as long as i get my check on fridays uh they walk up to me and say hey coach just say it he said "You're, you're a good coach just say it once a year it slips to have them smile and laugh besides that it might i mean nothing from it i don't think i'm now of the opinion first i said maybe he has some black people that are cornballs that i just don't know now nah, i don't i think he's completely lying no yeah, kid making this up no no black kid in, ever in life has ever come up to a white person a white male and said now some of y'all be like and said call me nigga no 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 i think that may have happened i can see somebody walking up and be like you can call me nigga man it's cool we you my nigga you say it back to me i can see that i can't see them saying you're a good coach so you could call me nigga see it was that slight tail okay it was that slight detail in my black twitter csi i've never that's never happened in the history of any no one's ever been so good at a job that they get to call you nigga that's not how that works at all you could be so cool you call somebody nigga not that i would ever be one of them niggas that do that but you can't be so good at a job you can do it nobody's ever been like god damn bro you really fucking hey you know what you're a hell of a manager go ahead call say it go ahead say it i know you won't say it go ahead call it call me nigga one time it's between me and you real quick oh i call you close the door get the fuck out of here that didn't happen no that did not um so yeah uh did he even get fired i don't even see he got suspended with pay you know how they like to do it's probably under investigation mm-hmm. um, which means we're gonna let it pass and oh it. he resigned he resigned okay. it was assistant coach anyway all right zero to your cars care oh 100 yeah this is uh, uh i think this is your cars for me this nigga made up black people and shit come on bro mm, fictional teenagers <laughs> oh man i don't know yeah i see someone say i don't know new kids are weird hey man i don't know Jawan. i kick it with a lot of these new niggas um i play basketball with all these kids and shit like even when i've seen them have a white kid around them that can say the n-word they're not asking them this it's not like that like it's like they use it the way that a black person would use it i think it's fucked up 
but they use it in the way a black person would use it if they ever allowed them to say some shit like that like i've seen that happen before i've never seen someone man you're such you're such a good you're such a good coach go ahead people don't talk like that go ahead slip it gonna let it slip real quick call, call me a nigger like get come on man like i get a hard on from you saying it get the fuck out of here yeah kind of fucking <sighs> spring thomas ass shit <laughs> all right uh let's get into um let's get into some guest uh, that's what i said you better use it for you losing somebody in the chat room <laughs> yeah that's another reason you know he ain't got no nigga pass because if a white person never got it they be using that if it had an expiration date they use it every time it wouldn't slip once a year they be saying that shit for every occasion hey can you pass in that town nigga thanks nigga <laughs> have a good one my nigga all right guys all right well you niggas did good today see you niggas tomorrow all right niggas like they would use the shit out of that they wouldn't oh. use that once get the fuck out of here oh they would swipe it like they would use it like they charge up a credit card yeah what the fuck you know i might it might slip once they give me a nigga pass and it just slips one time get out of here all right now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read play news guest race all right and karen plays as well as the chat room yes sir um let's get into it um what's my first story police ask for help identifying richland hills theft suspect okay um the north richland hills police department is asking the public to help identify a woman who stole money from a grocery store police say the woman presented money to a grocery store cashier and asked for change she allegedly used a quick change technique to confuse the cashier and left the grocery grocery store with more cash than she when she entered what do you what do you mean um what is this technique quick change technique involves paying for small items with a large bill asking for change and then distracting the cashier with the situ- with the conversation the customer ultimately says that he has changed his mind and has to pay with a smaller bill if the cashier accepts the smaller bill and forgets that he has already made change for the larger bill the customer will walk away with more money than they had initially <gasps> uh, uh anyone with information about the woman who uses technique uh please reach out can guess the race of this woman uh, did, they, did they give a name nope oh white all right let's check the chat room and see what these niggers believe as my coach in high school would say uh i've had that happen caught on real quick and next time it happened oh the next time that's not really a race sleight of hand older black black this is some pretty complex black shit says Zinzi. um anybody else guessing okay we're gonna okay black says trey everyone went black except for karen and everyone got it wrong karen you got it right Yay! <laughs> it won't stop clapping i'm sorry i thought it was white because you know friend of conversation they watch us too hard yeah that was i mean look you deduced the shit out of that matter of fact you should get the golf clap to be fair i was like distracting you know niggas they be like nope mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we can't be doing no bullshit like that 
and uh, of course everybody that missed it you guys uh what? what is it why i want to just play what i clicked on last time i'm gonna try this shit all right boo 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 you niggas was racist the wrong way yes boo Oh. oh god why do I always do this during just the race they really they, the crowd really didn't like y'all answer Jesus Christ they want to be sure y'all know that they was disappointed They are, they are absolutely disappointed with y'all today. I actually closed Spotify like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> it just kept playing booze. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. A Louisiana woman is accused of writing students fake doctor notes for $20 each. What? Eh, not a bad living if you can do it. Some high school students in Louisiana were apparently able to get out of school because a medical clinic employee who allegedly wrote them phony doctor notes for $20 each. Belinda Fondren, 52, is accused of selling fake medical excuses uh, to two students at Evans High School. Uh, she allegedly sold the doctor's notes on, to two different students on 14 occasions. It was widely known among students that Fondren wrote fake medical notes for money uh investigators said a physician received a call from the vernon parish school board about the apparent absence notes the physician told authorities she didn't treat he didn't treat the students and he didn't authorize their medical excuse notes fondren worked in the clerical position at the clinic she was arrested october 23rd and was charged with filing or maintaining false public records karen guessed the race of belinda fondren white and teenagers don't keep no secrets i know kane yeah if you can't fuck them, you know you can't do doctor's notes for them. Come on. They tell everybody every, everything. everything. I don't know what's wrong with these people keep doing shit to teenagers. Um, hustling Hispanic. White. Black. Whitey. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, Fandren is a black ass name. White. Well, Karen went white two times in a row and uh spotify is not responding but the correct answer is you got it right white oh you did it oh my god can't believe it oh she really white them glasses and then of course uh many of you negroes missed it boo boo terrible terrible you're bad at this boo you're horrible uh all right we need to go to the bonus round but we're also almost out of time so i need to go to the next session we'll be right okay. back all right let's go to the bonus round so far karen is a very rare two for two can you believe it and two for two unpopular choices when many of you went the wrong way karen got it right i don't believe it. double the points and race double the points and the race that's right double the points bonus double the race in the bonus round of guess the race so far karen is a very rare two for two yeah i get the hard ones right the easy ones wrong but so 
guys play right. some- could it be could it be a man proposes in a kfc leading viewers to offer a free honeymoon a video of a man proposing in a kfc restaurant delighted viewers with some offering to host the wedding pay for their honeymoon and get the bride a free dress oh shit but hut hector got down on one knee and asked non halala to marry him as crowds of onlookers cheered the video was shared to kfc south africa's twitter page where the fast food giant initially called on their customers to help identify the couple the catcher said dm us any leads there might be a finger licking good surprise in it for you too the footage shows but hector put the ring on uh non halan non halan halas finger is thrilled onlookers cheer and clap the future bride wipes away tears as Bahut Hector beams. He passes a camera to a bystander so they can capture their special moment. Uh, KLC replied to their initial call for help and said, South Africa, you guys are amazing. We found a beautiful couple. It looks like we're having a hashtag streetwise wedding, y'all. We're meeting Bahut Hector and his lovely bride, Nanhalala. Uh, we'll keep you posted. The restaurant added, our amazing couple, Baha Hector and Sis Nahalala, are great, truly grateful and overjoyed by your love, S.A. I, I, man, is, is the, what is the race of the person running that Twitter account for KFC? <laughs> Took all the black swing. Uh, viewers jumped at, opp- at the opportunity to help the happy couple celebrate their nuptials and some called them the national wedding to be shown on television. South African airline Kalula wrote, hey monzi's favorite couple your honeymoon is on us mm. kalula holidays are giving you a holiday in cape town including flights and five night accommodation a hotel offered to host the whole wedding they wrote congratulations to the special couple they might get this shit on tv for real thabo echo hotel would be honored to host your wedding and food to the value of a hundred people mcdonald's Woo. even offered the couple a gift they wrote we just could not resist our loving we would like to make Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. we would like to make Manzi's Manzi's uh, favorite couple and uh, an all expenses paid trip to Cape Town for an unforgivable VIP experience at Tony Braxton's as long as I live tour thank you for celebrating love come on Tony Braxton a design emporium, emporium even offered to provide a wedding dress Karen guess the race of this couple uh, I'm gonna say Indian. Karen's going with Indian. All right, guys, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Um, propose to me and that's not a race. I know you said it, T T P S, but you know, some people like KLC apparently. Sad niggas, said Shay. Mm-mm-mm. She must be a coach of uh, some sort of soccer team. Non ADOS black curry with the sauce indian indian all right white south africans man these guesses are all over the place guys no one seems too sure yeah everybody's a little everybody's a little nervous karen you you nervous that's your final answer yes all right they were black
some of you like one person got it right i think so mm-hmm. maybe two you got a picture mm-hmm. i knew y'all wouldn't believe it unless you uh saw it for yourselves you wouldn't that much for shit those are clearly black people can is it showing up yet i'm Not sorry yet. my computer's moving slow oh they are yeah oh beautiful chocolate too yeah those are real black people in kfc mm-hmm. chocolate chocolate now i don't know if kfc good in other countries like maybe south africa kfc yeah it's good because none of black people over there and making the chicken and yeah. they just was like take some of them 13 ingredients out and put some of this in there right and i know one thing about here you know other people said like certain chains are actually better in other parts of the world than they are here in america yeah and i know miss smart said white and i'm sure she was thinking because why the fuck else is everybody giving them all this free shit and i don't blame you sis i was with you that's why i said indian Mm-hmm. um i was with you i couldn't believe it <laughs> i was looking at that shit like and then what happened <laughs> and then mcdonald's said i know y'all already got a free all pay all expenses paid vacation but we want to give you a free all expenses paid vacation and top it with tony braxton I'm like they, what is happening they ain't gonna outdo us must be nice must be nice all right <laughs> only outside of america kfc he would be like you get a lifetime of kfc police a stranger grabs a sword threatens to kill residents in an annapolis assault a 31 year old man was charged with after he allegedly grabbed a sword from a sheath inside of annapolis apartment and used it to threaten the man who lived there oh see you guys have swords in your house and you keep thinking i'm gonna use it to, de- to defend myself well what if the, de- the person that's intruding get it first annapolis yeah. police arrested michael davis friday afternoon in a bizarre home invasion uh according to police report a man was try- trying to enter an apartment when davis also of annapolis allegedly forced open the door and entered the home davis then began yelling at the victim before pulling a sword from the sheath that was hanging on the wall and threatening to kill the victim and another man inside the home during the struggle davis fell back and the victim was able to hold him down until police officers arrived davis was charged with two counts each of first and second degree assault home invasion fourth degree burglary reckless endangerment and trespassing his bill held without bond at the jennifer road detention center guess the race black oh man <laughs> that is terrible good grief all right y'all that's it we'll talk to y'all uh tomorrow later in the week uh i have not finished binging uh this is us yet uh i just started today hopefully i'll make it by tomorrow morning if not uh we should do this too much sometime this week so uh i didn't realize it had been six weeks since i watched that show so uh i got a lot of catching up to do guys um anyway the goal is to do this too much sometime one of these mornings of this week all right uh until then uh oh wait and then for premium people i did another solo review this time for jojo rabbit mm-hmm. uh there's no balls deep uh in, in pre-game this week because justin had went uh on a cruise out of town, yeah so um and what else and then karen and i did a nerd off uh last week we did uh, just me and you just me and her so a lot of stuff going on out here guys make sure you get in where you fit in all right until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>